Hello, beautiful people, and welcome or welcome back to the Live Now podcast. On this episode, on the phone from Florida, I'm my sweet, sweet friend, Jess. Hey! Hey, girl. Hey! Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, thank you for doing the podcast with me. I am so excited to have you on here. I'm excited, but a little bit nervous, but of course, when you asked, of course, I'm going to be here to do it for you. (laughs) I appreciate you so much, dude. I appreciate you conquering that nervousness. You have a lot to share and a lot of powerful stuff to say, but before we hop into that, I do have a question for you I didn't tell you about. I got to put you on the spot. Okay. Okay. So for like, I started doing, instead of New Year's resolutions, I started doing a word for the year. And just looking for words that stand out in my life. Has there been, what's like the word of the year for you or a word that's been standing out in your life recently? Um, I think with school and work, I feel like my word would be motivated and like very in tune with what I'm doing. Like I'm focused. Yeah. Motivated and focused. Like I, like I have my goals set. I actually write, um, on the back of my door, I have my goals listed um, and I actually crossed off one recently. I bought a new car, so Yay. I'm pretty happy about that. But I just think, like, keeping your eye on what the overall plan is is very good. So I feel, like, focused and motivated would be my two. Absolutely. And I see that shine true throughout your life and just the accomplishments I see you doing. You have, Dude, do you want to tell us the name of your car? Because it's so, so cute. Okay, so my first car's name was Fish because that was just what the fam, like my cousins named it before they gave it to me. So I was like, oh, I have to keep my car in like the the ocean, you know, fish category. So I was yeah. like, okay, I'm going to name it Megalodon, but I call her Meg for short. <laughs> I love it. I love the story behind it and everything. That's so cute. I think I forget if I knew that or not because I literally asked you again what the name was because I thought it was something ocean related. But it's no, so it cute. definitely is because she's she's like blue and purple. Not oh. me talking about my car like it's a person. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I literally talk to my car like literally when it's snowing outside. I'm like, come on, you got it. Like words of encouragement no, for my too. car. In the <laughs> No, in the morning, I'm like, all right, Meg, another day, let's go. Literally juicing up our cars. Oh my goodness, dude, literally, I love it, I love it. So, for those of you who don't know Jess, I have not, I'll just explain our friendship a little bit before we get into it, but like, so I've known, we've known each other for, I want to say, since my seventh grade year and your eighth grade year, so what is that? Eighth grade, bringing it back to those choir days. No, literally met through a choir and then youth group as well, and just over the years have gotten to know each other through school, but then also in like a church aspect and just through Sisters of Christ, I feel like has really brought us yeah, together. Yeah, because I feel like I feel like for a while we were like going to Crux a lot, which was our youth group at Cheyenne Hills Church, and yeah. it was literally the best of all time. We had a really good group, so I'm like, I miss those days a little bit, you know? <laughs> I do too. I do too. <laughs> and like through that, like, oh my gosh, that makes me miss Taylor a little bit. Their old youth group I leader. Know. They had a new baby, too. That's I so saw that. They got four little baby boys now. It's so cute. It's crazy watching people grow like that and just... I know. It really is. All of that. And, like, through that, I feel like I've gotten to watch you grow, which sounds silly because I always say, like, 
even though you're older than me, like, I view you as an older sister. I know we've talked about this before. No, and I feel like you're my little sister. I'm like, how can I shape her to be, like, so successful? Not that I'm the most successful person, (laughs) because I totally am not, but I'm like, I just love, like, this podcast. This is really cool. You know what I mean? Like, not many people conquer their fears and do that, you know? So it's very, I think you're an inspiration, honestly. Oh, dude, stop. I love you so much and I appreciate <laughs> you. And I literally just think the same of you. Like, genuinely, like, you are an amazing and successful person. Like, you have conquered so much and grown so much. So, yeah, like, when I say that, I genuinely feel like we have both gotten to watch each other grow from, like, dark times in our lives and just become, like stronger women in our faith and just in general you know and I think the biggest thing for me which was like wow Rachel is someone I want in my circle when I was moving and you came to say goodbye um in my head I did like a little test I was like of course I know if people can't make it they can't make it but like those that made it like are super special to me you know what I mean like you took time out of your day to come say goodbye so it was like oh Rachel is really one of my true true friends you know oh dude that was literally oh my goodness that was such a sweet I don't night think I've too. ever told you that I don't yeah. think you have either dude I really oh. do I really do appreciate you for that girl I appreciate you too and like one other thing that night was a special night like even though it like I wasn't over there for super long or anything like that But I got to say goodbye to you, which was very sad. But in turn, I also, you built an amazing connection for me, like, with Autumn. And, like, with you gone, like, you're one of my, like, sisters in Christ, you know? And it's hard. But in that moment, like, you gave me someone that's here in Cheyenne that I get to go to church with and grow with and get to know, you know? Yes, I love her, and I love you, and I'm glad that you guys are close. I wish I could be at freaking church on Sundays, but I am in Florida. <laughs> Girl, you're there with us in spirit, I promise. All we do, we talk about Jesus and Jess on Sundays. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness, but no, dude, literally, I love that. That was so sweet. Thank you for telling me that. I actually never knew that. <laughs> oh. Yes. That, that was a special night for me, too. I love that so much. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of her words right now. That was so no sweet. No crying, no crying. No, never. <laughs> Even though we're both some of the most sensitive people in the best way possible. Oh, but yeah, we're criers. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. But no, dude. So, I know we talked about this a little bit before recording, but we've talked about, like, the growth and stuff, and I just... I want to ask, like, how did you get to the point where you're at now, where you are in a healthy, like, amazing relationship? Like, where, how did it start, and where did you come from? That's kind of a broad question, but... No, but I'm going to try to answer it as best as possible. Absolutely. Um, I basically, what I say is that (laughs) you grow through what you go through you know what I mean so it's like I had to go through some pretty tough times and and I wouldn't say that it was all just on one past relationship because there was some guys that I did like before Um, so it was like but I would say the biggest thing is that 
my biggest advice really is to know your worth. And I know it's hard in the moment, but it took me a long time to realize that I was more than what I was being treated. Yeah. Um, and I know too, that I, it does have a lot to do with the maturity of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't ever think that it was ever done in like a malicious way. I don't, I don't think that I think that it was like people make mistakes and they they learn from them at least I would hope so yeah um but honestly and the relationship that I'm in now um it has been kind of tough because it's like I have to even though um this relationship was three years ago um it still kind of has an effect because it was my first love um and it was we did spend a lot of time together so it was kind of like hard to unlearn things like and I'm not gonna lie I probably wasn't the best girlfriend either but I also am a very strong believer that people make you that way um but it's like you have to you just have to know how to treat people and you have to know how much you deserve and what your worth is and like you have to question do I like do I see myself being with this person like, and if not, like, don't waste your time. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I am very grateful for my past experiences because they have shaped me into the person I am. And I'm also very grateful because I was able to, like, kind of unlearn the bad, toxic behavior and kind of, like, challenge myself to learn like what a healthy relationship was and that's all my relationship is now like of course we have our ups and downs and we are the same but we are so different like he has me watching star wars we just finished today (laughs) that's such a good movie series i literally never thought in a million years i would ever watch that but it's like for him i would totally do it you know what i mean and it was actually really good really good (laughs) I was a little upset by the ending of the first episode because we watched them in the order they came out. So four, five, six, and then one, two, three. So I was a little sad about the ending because I'm like, oh no, how could this happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, honestly, at the end of the day, like this is the person that I respect and he respects me. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like you have to respect a person enough to treat them well. You know what I mean? Absolutely, dude. I think that you said a lot of powerful things in that. Like, genuinely, I think the biggest takeaway from that is knowing... Not the biggest takeaway, but one of the bigger takeaways. You said a lot of powerful stuff there, dude. But I think when you're talking about unlearning those things, I think that is It was very hard. It was very, very hard. Because it was like, I've never experienced this before. So it's like, should I be weary because I'm scared? Because that was, that was like, what my past relationship had done to me. Like, it had made me scared for anybody to love me because I thought that somebody loved me. And they they probably did, but at the end of the day, I'm a firm believer that if you love somebody, you, you are not going to hurt them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. But I also think, too, like, I'm always telling Drew, which is my current boyfriend, um, I'm always telling him, like, we have to put God in the center of our relationship because yes, I always tell him, I'm like, I want this to work out so bad, 
that like we have to center our relationship around Christ because I'm a firm believer that that's the only way it's going to work. You know what I mean? Dude, that is so powerful. And that was leading into my next question. Oh my, that was perfect. That was absolutely (laughs) perfect. I was just about to ask how your faith and everything fits into your relationship. You kind of answered that like already, like put in Christ in the center of your relationship because that is something you value. Like that is, you know, your faith and trust in God. Like that is huge, 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 huge. And if you're going to have that successful relationship, you need that. Yes. And I think too, like, obviously I'm not the perfect Christian, but um, I do, like, I did pray for my person, as does anyone, but it's, like, it's so nice, because it's, like, I don't know, I feel like God sent me somebody that, like, is my perfect match, like, we are different, but we're, like, so similar, like, we go to the restaurants, and we order the same thing, (laughs) we, like, think the same way, we, it's, like, so weird, because it's, like, this is everything that I've ever wanted, and I've waited so long for it, but it's, like, that, that's God's plan, like, it's not my plan, it's God's plan, you know? Absolutely, absolutely, dude, and I think that's so hard, I think, especially, I'm a very impatient person, and one of my, like, flaws is I like to be in control of things a lot which does not work well when God's in control of things so absolutely it's it's hard too because it's like you're seeing people get engaged you're seeing people pregnant you're seeing people get married and it's like when is it my turn but it's like I always like tell people I'm like just wait for your person like Mm -hmm. they're coming God has a plan, just wait. Like, someone one day is going to make you so happy, and, they, and they're and they going to do it without you even asking for it. And that's, that's my biggest thing. Like, this man will go out of his way for me, and I don't even ask him. So, like, mm. that's, that's a big thing for me, because it's like, he loves me unapologetically, and he... And he knows that he, like, I don't have to ask him, and he just does it on his own. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, I used to, I used to be like, I used to think that that was shocking, but like, it's like, now, like, that's what I expect. As you you should. As you should. Just hearing you talk about this, and like, it makes me so happy, dude. It makes me so happy just seeing how those prayers and that patience and those seasons of waiting where it didn't seem like this would happen, seeing it all play out for you right now, that makes my heart so happy for you, girl. Oh my I goodness. am happy too. It, it was a long time coming, but I'm very happy where I'm at. And I do think though, like it's just crazy because me moving to Florida, I think was a time when I was really alone and still kind of navigating being in a new city and not knowing anybody. Like I just knew my family and I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but it's like family is everything to me, mm-hmm. but it's like at the same time, like I need friends. Yeah. Like I have to have like some kind of social, just because it's like friends, I like my happy my happiness too so it's like it was really sad because I felt alone for a while and it's like I did have a time where I wanted to move back but it was like I tried to be strong and I tried to work through my things at home and my things at school and it's like now Florida's a much happier place for me but it's like God 
brought me here and this is where I'm supposed to be right now. And with that, he brought me like my most favorite people like Drew and my niece Stella and my sister Jackie and now my new friends that I've met. So it's like, I'm very excited to see what else is in store, but it's like, if anybody on here is thinking about moving and starting fresh, do not give up. Do not give up because I wanted to so bad. I wanted to give up and I wanted to move home with my friends, but I stuck it out and I think Florida is where I'm meant to be. So yes girl oh my goodness just all of this I wish you could see me right now we tried to do FaceTime earlier and kept glitching out but literally just like smiling and glowing for you girl because I remember that season where you were lonely and thinking about like coming back you know what I'm saying and like I was like yes come back like I miss you girl like get back here but during that time like that loneliness like did you find yourself like leaning into your faith or what was that like time looking like for you was it harder to do that easier to do that I feel like moving to Florida because I used to and I'm not saying that going to church makes you more Christian because it doesn't yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I used to go to church I used to um volunteer in the three-year-old room um and I felt very in tune with um, my religion, Mm -hmm. um, and my love for God. Um, and then I think I kind of fell out of that when I was going through a dark time. And I think it, it really took me moving here and kind of experiencing the lonely times to realize that really God is here for me. You know what I mean? So it's like, like I said, I'm not perfect. I don't go to church every Sunday. I try to go when I can, but it's like, I'm constantly giving it all to him. So it's like never like I, in high school, I used to do track. Never would I, like, do good in a race and be, like, all to God. But, like, I wish, like, I did run, and I wish I did do well, and I could say all to God. Because, like, like I was saying earlier, um, of course, studying has helped me do well in exams, but I was telling Rachel that I give it all to God because, like, who am I without him? So it's, like, I definitely feel like moving to Florida helped me regain my relationship in Christ. Yes, dude, that is so, so powerful, and I'm glad you brought that up again, too, because that was something, you're just playing perfectly into my questions, girl. I love it. That was something I was going to say. We were talking about that earlier and just talking about giving that glory back to God, and it's not always easy, because I feel like sometimes, especially probably in those lonely seasons, it was hard to have, like, like, like you were talking about, you know, like, leaning on God, like that, is some yeah. super powerful stuff, but it's not always easy. No, and, to it, do. and it's like it's taken me a lot. Like I do pray to him a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Hey, it's me again. Hey, Dusty. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like I think it has kind of helped. I'm a very anxious person, especially with school. School has made my anxiety horrible. Yeah, but it's like I do feel like, um like praying and just like leaning on God has made it a lot better because it's like, sometimes I feel like it's very overwhelming. Um, yeah, but it's like, there's, there's a lot on the line, at least when I look at it, it's like, I have to do, and it's all school. 
And unfortunately, I like work so much when I don't have to, but it's like, I would rather have money to spend, you know? Yeah, girl, <laughs> like, I get it. <laughs> I sometimes put myself in stressful situations and it's like, I'm always grateful because when I get through them, I'm like, oh, really, I couldn't do it without you, you know? Yeah. Like, I couldn't do it without my support system. I couldn't do it without God. I couldn't do it without being, like, I feel like I've become a strong person. You I'm have. very emotional, but I've become a strong person. Girl, you absolutely have. You genuinely, like, I... Like, just talking about this and looking back on where we have come from, I know reflecting on the past, like, yada, 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 that is what it is, but you have become such a strong person. And I think being emotional and sensitive is different from being strong as well. You know what I'm saying? I think so, too. I don't think that being emotional should define if you're strong because you could be strong and you could still cry every day. (laughs) Yep, girl, yep. relationships I'm grateful for my past friendships I'm grateful for Wyoming it showed me a lot of things yeah um I'm in love with Wyoming (laughs) I talk about it all the time um really people know me as (laughs) the girl from Wyoming you know what (laughs) that's that's okay that's okay okay. I I would I would like to be known as that but yes I am very grateful for my experiences because they really have pushed me like, I push myself hard, and it's because of the past. I don't I don't want to leave anything on the table, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Girl, that's literally, I think that's so perfect just talking about, like, how, where you have come from. I think the way you present it is very encouraging and powerful to hear because I think a lot of people, myself included, sometimes it's very easy to look back on those times when you were going through a difficult relationship, when you were going through those lonely times, when you had to move, like, all of these different aspects, and I think it's very easy, like, I think it's very powerful to have a good mindset. I think that is so powerful, and I think the way you presented all of that and talked about that and just talked about how it shaped you into the strong woman that you are today, like, that is some powerful stuff, Jess. You have been through a lot, and just looking at it in a sense of being like, you know what, like, I'm thankful for it. Like, that is powerful. Another thing, too, is, like, I think I'm more, like, what would the word be? I feel like I'm more, you know, like, when you hear advice and it's like, oh, like, it is what it is. Like, now I feel like some of the things that I've heard are, like, wow, that's so powerful. Like, one that came to mind while you were talking was, like, you are your own competition, yes like you are working against yourself you don't need to worry about what everyone else is doing so it's like that's that's big for me because it's like for me I used to always worry like what people thought of me or what people were doing or how like they were better and it's like that like none of that matters it's like I am working to better myself because at the end of the day I'm the person that has to beat my mindset. You know what I mean? It's like I have to push through the days where I'm not motivated, the days that I'm not confident, the days that I'm down in the dumps. I have to push myself out of that because nobody's going to do it for me. You know what I mean? So it's like having a strong mindset is everything. Absolutely. That is so powerful. And I think that 
it takes a lot to get to that mindset. And I think you and I are very similar in the sense that we are anxious people and we care a lot about other people. But in turn, we also, I think you've gotten better about it and I'm starting to get better about it. It still takes a lot some days, but being able to care for other people, but not necessarily care about other people. And like when I'm saying that, yeah. It's like loving them from a distance. It's like, it's like another thing too, and it's all about forgiveness. It's Mm -hmm. like, I heard this on, I don't know where I heard it, probably on TikTok. but, (laughs) (laughs) But I heard this thing where it's like, forgiveness is for you, not for the other person. You don't have to tell somebody that you forgive them. And I used to do that and now I'm like a person where I'm like you know what like you did what you did I did what I did but like forgiveness is for you it's it doesn't matter like how they think about it like because really what are they thinking oh they forgave me great but it's like for you it's like do you really forgive them and I did go through a time where I, like, would say, oh, like, it's in the past, but it used to bother me. And I'm not Mm going to lie, sometimes it still does. But it's, like, it takes, it takes you loving them from a distance. It's, like, some people you're going to always love. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, you, like, I don't want to give anybody the benefit of the doubt, especially if you've wronged me. Like, I feel like it's more about how I feel about you in my head. Like, because if I think about it now, I forgive my past. Yeah. But it's like, no one necessarily needs to know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, is it, is it kind of contradicting myself by sharing on this podcast? Yes. But <laughs> my, my goal is to say, like, forgiveness is for you. You don't yeah. have to necessarily like the person you don't have to agree with them. You don't have to hang out with them if you don't like them. But it's yeah. like at the end of the day, you shouldn't have that hate in your heart because that's really not what God would want, you know? Absolutely. And I think you nailed that. I think a huge misconception with forgiveness, I think a lot of it, it's all, a lot of it is up for interpretation for each person to their own, how they forgive, you know what I'm saying, and how they go through it. But yes. I think that was super powerful talking about how that's for you because at the end of the day, like, you could still be upset about what, hap- what has happened to you. I could still be upset about what's happened to me over the years, you know. But when mm-hmm. you carry that with you, it hurts your heart more than it's ever going to hurt them, you know. Exactly. So it's like it's better for you to almost, like, maybe not let it go, but kind of let it go. Yeah. Like, it's like, what happened has happened. I'm at peace. Let's move on, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And just... I literally today there's been some stuff where it's just like been causing stress and anxiety and hurt and I literally just went into a mindfulness meditation and I was like I just envisioned myself like carrying it up and just like setting it at the foot of the cross like quite literally there's a white cross in a field and oh, that's so cool I wanted to try meditation but I've never tried it it is very powerful. I found some, like, guided ones on YouTube. My, ther- my therapist actually put me onto those, but it's very powerful to just give yourself that time to disconnect from everything and just kind of be still in the presence of God. Yes, and I think that's, like, the biggest thing, too. It's, like, at the end of the day, like, sometimes when you have a rough day, like, I feel like the best way to end a 
bad day is to pray about it. Mm-hmm. I've been praying about a lot of things, so I'm hoping that, because you always want to know the answer, but it's like only one person knows that answer. So it's like you have to be patient and you have to just tell yourself, like, I gave it to God, like everything is in his hands and just trust that process. And I think that's why I want to try it because it's like that would be such a cool way to like put away everything and literally focus on breathing and thinking about things in my mind. At least that's what I interpret meditation to be. I'm not entirely sure. No, I think that's so spot on. And I think a lot of it, like, I think there's different ways to approach it. And... I genuinely think you have it spot on. Like, it's an amazing thing to start practicing, but it's also, like, it's kind of difficult to sit still and, like... And focus. Yeah, and focus. I can't even, like, like just focus, and, like, especially when you have an anxious mind, it takes yeah. a lot to just spend that time with him and pray. And, like, I love, like, how you talked about ending the day with prayer because I think that is super, like, starting the day and ending the day, just, like having that time at peace with God is awesome. It's awesome. It really is. And I feel like, too, like, I have been getting better sleep recently, but it's like when your mind races, it just keeps you up. So sometimes it brings me peace to know, like, I prayed about it and it's out of my hands. Like, I I feel like I sleep better. Yeah, I've noticed that, too. There are some nights where, like, I'm so tired, I get in the bed all tucked in, and I don't pray. And sometimes I do pass out, don't get me wrong. But if I'm anxious about stuff and I haven't, like, lifted it up and prayed, I do notice myself being more restless at night. Yes, you cannot stop your brain from thinking. It's like, oh, I want my brain to stop, but it won't. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like, I've been trying that because sometimes school has me so stressed. And it's like, it shouldn't really like school really shouldn't shut me out as bad as it does but I'm always like okay like I'm doing what I can and I'm trying my hardest and that's good enough for me so it's like sometimes praying about it is the way that I go because it's very like it's kind of like soothing it's like oh wow I think I can go to sleep now it absolutely is and it it is definitely not that easy sometimes no (laughs) we're talking about this we're like yeah just pray and like every anxiety like yeah no no definitely doesn't happen like that but (laughs) in an ideal world absolutely but it does like some days you do feel like an immediate like sense of peace but other times it's just like you have to like remind yourself like okay I lifted this up I lifted this up and might take a while for you to feel that peace. Exactly. And everything is a process. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not going to wake up one day and be like, oh, today I choose to follow God. Or today I choose to, it's like, it's like you have to slowly build up to it. It's like, it takes time. Everything good takes time. So just trusting in the process. Absolutely. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I, and I know like, it's so hard saying that, but I genuinely, like, once you see, see that start to, like, play out and once you start to have that ability to be patient and just persistent, I feel like that's one of the big things, too. Like, when you're talking about at the beginning being, like, motivated and stuff, being motivated to put in that time, put in that energy, and put in that patience. Like, it's not easy. Like, when we're talking about this, like... I know you said a couple times, and I say this um, quite often, too, when we're talking about, like, oh, like, I'm, like, not necessarily a good Christian, I don't do this, don't that, you know what I'm saying? But, like, 
when we're talking about this, like, none of this is easy. Like, church is not... I was listening to Tim Tebow and Sadie Robertson today, and Tim Tebow was saying, like, church is not, like, a trophy case. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a hospital. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, you don't go into a hospital, walk in, walk out, you're perfectly fine. Like, you're going to need some time. You're going to need some persistence to get better and to heal and to see things work through and see that healing. Yes, exactly. And I think that ties in with this whole, like, episode, like, talking about being focused and being motivated. That ties in with faith for me because it's like I didn't wake up one day and I was like, oh, I'm a perfect Christian because nobody is. And everybody has their own ideas and their own beliefs and views. And it's like you being true to yourself and being persistent is going to get you where you want to be. Absolutely. And the biggest thing, too, is not letting things, like, stumble your path. It's it's hard, but it's, like, it's you got to get back up and dust yourself off because you can't stay down, that's for sure. Yeah. Dude, I, yeah, I honestly, I love how you tied that back in. Like, I feel like everything is, like, starting to build up with what we've been talking about and just being able to keep that faith and like like you said like you don't just wake up and you're like all right perfect like it's a great day to be a Christian like I've got everything figured out like I'm perfect like no not at all not at all but girl thank you so much for this conversation are there any like final thoughts or any final advice anything like that you want to share You're um, good. Sorry, kind of put you on the spot I think there. If I was going to take the biggest takeaway, is that let your past be a reminder as to why you started. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let your past drive what you want to do with your future. Like, it's like, of course, I miss home. Of course, I miss the things in the past. But that's okay. You can miss those things. But it's like, let that fire you up to get your stuff done. You know what I mean? Like you have goals, you have things that you want to do, um, things that you want to see if you want to travel, who knows, but it's like, let, let the past drive you for your future, you know? Yes, dude. I love that. Like, let the past be the fuel for your fire almost. And definitely pray about it. If you are concerned, if you don't know what to do, pray about it. Yeah. That is huge. That is huge. Coming from two anxious girls, that is a huge aspect. Very anxious. Girl. Yes, yes. Oh, well, thank you so much, Jess. I love you so, so much. And thank you all for listening. Hope you have a great rest of your day.